I swear to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. And boom goes the dynamite. Get some facts and go back and see. Get some facts and go back and see. Don't throw out salaries or other things. Get oh, some yeah, facts and go back and see. They can't stop no please. 25th of the league. We don't want to get disrespected. This is Weeks and the Pope, the podcast, with Robin Francis and Stephen Weeks. Weeks in the Pope podcast. Many thanks to all have helped increase our numbers each week. Spread the word even more. Thank you for the help. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcast as well. As always, Renee, Megan, and our extended family at Hops and Barley, thanks for their support. Also, our merch available through Project 731 at Martin. You can message Stephen or I on our social media pages or on our Twitter page at Weeks in the Pope for more info. This will be our last episode of 2022. Take a break next week for the middle of the holidays. So we'll be back just in time for for playoffs in football. So once again, we have a lot of shit to talk about. Let's get to it. This is the Weeks in the Pope podcast. Well, the infection of the NFL continues uh, through last week. We saw some really weird shit. I mean, I think it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Obviously, the weirdest part was the dumbass play by Jacoby Myers of the Patriots. They they ran the ball to end the game and go to overtime, right? They ran the ball. And they happened to get about 25 yards on the run, but time ran out. But R- Ramondre Stevenson decided he's going lateral back to Jacoby Myers. And then Jacoby Myers thinks, I'm going to throw it back to my quarterback. Well, he didn't have the arm to do so. He, in fact, connected with a Raider defender, Chandler Jones, who then stiff-armed Mac Jones like a four-year-old and took off with a winning touchdown. That is a, the biggest what-the-fuck play I think I've ever seen. What a way to lose. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, I, I, If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm thinking about retiring. After that, <laughs> after that yes. Like, it, it's just <laughs> the NFL is just not it anymore. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, the, the whole play was designed. Now, you know, you look at Stevenson, you go, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. And then Myers, what do you think you're doing? Mm-hmm. And then Mac Jones has to be saying, what the hell are y'all doing? Just send it to overtime. Why, yeah. Why, like, you're playing the Raiders. You're playing the Raiders, especially. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh man, which is crazy. It was, that was the. It was in the late window, right? I'm. I'm watching the. Yeah, uh, that was the late one. I'm watching the abysmal uh, Titans Chargers game, and I get the text message is like, "What the? What? What is happening <laughs> in this Raiders game?" So I flip over to see that. Wow. That slop. Um, that was that was crazy. I mean, the whole day was crazy, uh, but it started the day before. 
yeah. with Indianapolis, up 33 nothing at halftime. Mm-hmm. They lose 39-36 in overtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the worst loss in NFL history by a comeback. Yeah, it's the lo- yeah, largest comeback in, in NFL history, uh, which I'm very thankful for because now the uh, – um, the Titans slash Houston Oilers franchise don't have to have that crown. Uh, true, that true. Was, I that, remember that wild card game. That was the uh, Bills and Dolphins uh, back in what? Bills and Oilers. Bills and Oilers, Oilers back, back in uh, Jim Kelly days, uh, Warren Moon. Yeah, uh, he lit them up big time. Yeah. So that was that that hung. That was another nice little thing. Uh, <laughs> the Titans franchise don't have to worry about anymore. They but, do have to worry about losing four in a row. Yeah, they're dead. You know, this is this is just bad. No, they're dead. Uh, the offensive I, line is going to kill Ryan Tannehill. They're dead. You know, the Titans are dead. I, I I can't I can't do it no more. I can't be I can't spin this anyway. Other like, how how did how did Derrick Henry gain a hundred yards? I mean, think if they had a real line, he'd be over a two thousand yards right now. It's possible, like, but I think he would. I, I can't I I can't do this anymore. I can't sit here and. And be I, I just can't do it. I can't put a positive spin on it. No, no. they're not even going to make the playoffs. Probably not. There's three games left. There may and they're not. two games. They're they're a game back of the Jags, and they have to play the Jags. They're a game up on the Jags. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm. Yeah, they're they're yeah. it's it's over. They're not going to win. They're going to lose. They might lose this week to the Texans. All right, but there are fans out there, supposed fans, that are hoping they lose because of the front office firing John Robinson. Can I? You know, and uh, who the hell you think put that line together just, is the reason they're losing? Who put the roster together? Exactly. I just want people to realize that, like, the morons that are out there, and I hope to God somebody, one of these morons actually listens to this. Like, he put that this roster together. We are in this We are in this shitty situation because somebody who got fired put put this roster together. Yeah. Yeah, who's responsible for killing Tannehill? That could be a book. <laughs> and and, and Derrick Henry, like I said, I'm convinced he would be over 1,500 to 1,700 yards with a decent line. Tannehill, a decent line. Tannehill's fine. Like I, look, he's, he's not great, but he's fine. And he's good enough to make the playoffs, and he's good enough to – for us not to be in a stupid situation, we would be. We would be. But yet he's got to have more than a second and a half to throw the ball. Yeah, and he needs he needs Traylon Burks back. Yeah, too. And well, we can't help that because the Eagles tried to kill him. We we were sitting there last night watching um, uh, watch Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers just uh, he's dancing, he's prancing, he's looking around. He doesn't have to worry about a damn thing. I realize he was playing the Rams, and the Rams are def- Basically decimated too, but still, the Titans have not had that kind of protection all year long. No, they have the worst, and and they made the, so they made the switch finally at left tackle, and they put Dylan Radon's at left tackle, and then seventeen plays into his season, he gets hurt. Yeah, and then we have to have De- Devin Daly back. Devin Daly back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is who is the worst offensive lineman in the NFL? Without a doubt. And it's that, that's not me just saying it. It's statistic. Like, it's yes. statistically the worst offensive lineman in the NFL. He watches edge rushers go by like you would a train at a, at a crossroads. I feel so bad that somebody – like, no, I don't feel bad. This man has to go against Khalil Mack this Sunday and, – yeah. or this past Sunday. And he just – the Matador defense. Just – Yeah. Ole. Here ole, we go. Ole, ole, ole. Yeah. 
I'm so I'm so, I'm done. Um, the defense deserves better, and you mentioned that the other day, and you're right. You allow just four. Now I know the Chargers scored 17, but 14 points mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. They you if you had some semblance of a line, they're probably two touchdowns better than the Chargers. They don't get that 17th point. Uh, it's it's an it's an obvious fact that the defense is playing really well. They held Justin Herbert to four, two touchdowns in the entire game. Yeah, they, he the defense dominated, and Kevin Byard said he said I don't know what to tell you. He, he you also know? said we can't beat a lot of teams, and that's true. Right. They can't beat any team. Yeah, they have it's, the worst team really, in football coming up this week, and they they may not win that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's bad. The Titans are dead, and I mm. and I hate it. And I I hope I'm wrong. I hope they you know I hope they can come back and win these three. But they're dead. They're dead because they're definitely not winning the Cowboys game in two weeks. Probably not. And they're not going to beat the Jags. Not the Jags, on the road. The Jags are playing exceptional football they, right they now. They cheated this week. They uh, <laughs> they they had no cheating whatsoever. There was full blown cheating. Doug <laughs> Peterson. There's a conspiracy. Th- there's a conspiracy. <laughs> There is the, no cheating. There is a conspiracy against the Dallas Cowboys. They won hands down against the Cowboys. It's just cheating. They won in overtime. I saw it live. It's cheating. It wasn't cheating because the other team wins. I've enjoyed that in the past. It was just cheating. Uh, Kansas City had an overtime win over Houston. Some of these up-and-coming teams, they're finally starting to play well late in the season after losing, you know, massively during the year. I don't think it matters for Houston. They're getting the number one pick. Yeah, they get they get they get the uh, who I they they better get Bryce Young or their morons. Uh, but that with that being said, CJ Stroud will probably be a Houston Texan next year, which makes no sense to me with Bryce Young still sitting there. Um, but I can, or Caleb I, Williams, couldn't you go with him? Uh, Caleb Williams is might be back. Uh, you think he'll go back to USC? He could be. He could, he could go be. back. Yeah, he could be. He could but I don't be. know. I don't know if he goes back, especially with this draft class. He might. Like, he may, it might be better for him to stay. You win and the Heisman. You you know you don't do the Bryce Young. Go ahead and commit and and go and see what happens and and go from there. Um, probably a bigger contract and depend. And also, I guess you you could look at it and say, maybe I don't want to play for Houston. I'm gonna go back for another year. That's that's completely fair. But if I'm Bryce Young, you're gonna go to Houston and you can make an impact there. Yeah, uh, they just gotta put a few weapons around him. They they were an AFC playoff contender. It took the Chiefs uh, to overtime in 19. Yeah, uh, or not overtime, well, they, but they, to the brink. Well, they took that huge lead. It was like four touchdown lead, and the Chiefs came back. Yeah, that was the one where the Titans were in the AFC championship. Yeah. We, we all sat there and thought that the Titans were going to be playing the Texans in the AFC Championship. Didn't quite work out that way. Um, Bengals down 17-3 at half, and they just make Tom Brady look like their bitch and come back and win 34-23. Um, that's, that's really, really interesting. A lot of people are blaming Brady. I don't know that it's Brady's fault. He has no team around him, really. Uh, he's not. He doesn't have much. Uh they're they're just not a very good football team. No. There's but nobody in the NFC South is a good football team. No, they're so not. they're really not. Uh, the Bengals are on fire and they're a real Super Bowl contender now. Joe Burrow so. is an MVP candidate, and that's insane to me from how they started. Yeah, um, but the Bengals are there and they have a shot to win this thing. Best teams according to the Pope. 
<laughs> Me, San Francisco right now, the best team in the in football. I have my power rankings too. Uh, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Dallas are tied at the moment. Okay. Give me one second. <laughs> uh, my power rankings. Um, uh, my power rankings are as followed. The Philadelphia Eagles are still number one because they are thirteen and one and have not lost uh, since the the Washington train wreck. Um, number two, it's the Buffalo Bills at eleven and three with their win against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a very good team; they, they look are. really good doing that and in the snow. Number three, uh, I, I liked that it came down late in the game and covered the field. That was pretty cool. Oh that was yeah, cool, and just. Man, that was that was a fun game. That was a fun game, and I wish we could have watched all of it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to be my number three, and yes, I know that they got taken to overtime by the Texans, but they are still going to be uh, they are still going to be one of the they're going to be one of the top. Th- they're going to be in the AFC Championship, I whether we like be. it or not. They're going to be there. Uh, it's between them, the Bills, and the Cincinnati Bengals, right? And know? then. Leads into my number four, which is the Cincinnati Bengals at ten and four, after their onslaught of the Bucks, or well, their second half onslaught. Yeah, they they did not look good. I think they had a little bit of a hangover in the first just in the first quarter. Yeah, Yeah. and and then they just turned it on because they are the better football team. Uh, My number five is the Cincinnati or the San Francisco Forty Niners. They're at ten and four uh, with their win against the Seahawks. It's twenty one to thirteen. Yes, it was pretty close. They probably should have won by more, but I will say that they still have the best defense in football. And they did not have Debo. My number six, um, they took a little slide this week. Um, (laughs) They're the only team with a loss in my power rankings, but that's because they got cheated. So the Dallas Cowboys are number six at 10 and four. That's interesting. We both have them around six. I, I think that they still should be higher, nah. but hey, the playoffs are coming. We'll get to prove our uh, yeah. We'll get to yeah. prove ourselves then. Uh, they lost thirty-four to or forty to thirty-four in overtime to the Jags. Uh, and then my number seven is going to be the Minnesota Vikings at eleven and three. Mm. Uh, the record's great, but man, they, yes, yes, they, they are they, teetering all the time, aren't they? They are, but they're eleven and three, and it's hard. It, it's hard for me to ignore that. And we talk about it in the uh, in the NFL. It's very hard to win, and the Minnesota Vikings did something that uh, nobody has ever done. It's before. very hard to come back from thirty three to nothing. Yes, and win, even though even though it was against a <laughs> dog Ryan. shit franchise. Poor like Matt the Ryan. Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan, they, they sit there and try to saddle Matt Ryan with that and that Patriots loss in the Super Bowl. He wasn't playing defense, by the way. No, and he so. also wasn't – but he was throwing the ball. Yeah, a little and bit. And he threw the ball – uh, now, that was on Dan Quinn in the Super Bowl. It was yeah. Dan Quinn's fault yeah. because he didn't, said, he didn't say, hey, I have one of the best running backs in football. We're going to run the ball. turn and hand it to him. Yeah, yeah. we were winning 28-3, to but that's uh, – that, who cares? Uh, he, he is the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. They were up 30-30-nothing at halftime. It's his fault. They lost. That, that's just me. Yeah. They should shut the franchise down. I said this <laughs> I said this on Twitter. Um, or move them somewhere else, right? I, no, I don't want them uh, in know, the NFL anymore. The Colts, the Colts can move everywhere. I would have to find another team to hate. And um, – I'm okay with it. Uh, I could, I would be okay with that if I'd never had to watch the Indianapolis Colts on the t- on my television ever again. Okay. And I'm sorry for uh, all of my. I have friends that are Colts fans. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I do apologize to them, but uh, your franchise is dog shit, and I hope you never recover. <laughs> I'm kind of dead inside after this past weekend. I'm not uh, gonna lie. Is is the it Titans, a little? The Titans have made me dead inside when it comes to the NFL. Yeah. But yeah. but there's something that will never go away. It's my hate towards the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> well, see, you understand my Dallas Cowboy hate. Yep. Uh, next up, um, Jags and Jets. This is a dangerous game for the Jets. Uh, yeah, and I'm a huge Jets fan. Got to be. You got to be. I, I saw something interesting today, and I think they're, they were ex- extremely right. The Or maybe it was last night. I think it was Robert Griffin III, who I think is one of the best analysts – yeah, on TV right now. I love RG3. He is incredible. He basically said that Solomon is a defensive-minded coach. He has no idea how to coach quarterbacks in his shows right now. And that the whole situation for the Jets can be brought on to him. That their his use of the clock in the last part of that game on Sunday was absolutely horseshit. It was 38 seconds just, just, just given away. away. Given away. Three timeouts. He could have, you know, instead of trying to kick a 58-yard field goal. He could have got at least maybe a 40-yarder. Right, right. Like you said, 38 to 48, 40 seconds that they just let tick away. I don't know who, like, I don't, I don't, I know that Zach Wilson has not been good. Let's just say that he's not been good. No, but he did fairly well the other night. He did okay. but who is helping, who is, who is developing, or who's helping develop these guys? Nobody. They they need they need a better quarterbacks coach in in New Jersey right now. Robert uh, Robert Robert Salah is as like you said he is a great defensive coach. Great great defensive coach, and he's done a really good job of turning the Jets around. He has, and Just they're, to be they're fair. a defensive minded team, but they need somebody to help with uh, with Wilson with everything else that's going on with that franchise uh, offensively. Give them a little bit of a. I don't know, a, a statement, you know, be able to come out. And, you know, Zach Wilson can throw the ball. He's got a good arm. They just have to be able to utilize the situation with him. Jacksonville, one game back of the Titans. We see now that as well as Jacksonville is playing, Urban Meyer is a stupid friggin' idiot as an NFL coach. Oh, he's awful. He yeah. just absolutely decimated that uh, that franchise. And how they that Peterson's been able to do this so quick. Uh, wow! Because there was—I'll say this—because there was there was some sort of talent there. Uh, Several first-round picks. Yeah, and he had and he has Trevor Lawrence as quarterback. Yeah, who I think is still going to be a superstar one day. He will. Uh, he will. Um, but um, but until then, I need the, the Jags to lose them. <laughs> um, I, they're six and eight, or whatever they are. Seven Maybe they'll eight. be six and nine. Houston will be at t- uh, Tennessee in Nashville Saturday noon. So, who knows? Who knows? You know, Derrick Henry has been able to – everybody said, oh, Henry has been able to run. Well, yeah. Yeah, the line was a little bit healthier. And in past years, it was very healthy. We'll see. Not going to really say much about that. Just hoping that the Titans win. Uh, and, again, if you are hoping for a Titans loss and you're a fan, you're not you a fan. Just go somewhere else, find another team, and go fuck off. Um, Seattle's at KC. Could be a good game. I think Seattle's going to have a hangover after the San Fran game. And KC, man, coming off of that overtime game with Houston, but back at home. Wait, are you talking about Kansas City and who? who? Uh, Seattle. 
Oh, I didn't even write that one down. Yeah, that's that's a uh, fairly decent game. And yeah, I'm, and this one could sne- sneak up on KC. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good one. Um, Bengals. Patriots. Kansas City. Wait, Kansas City's locked in as the AFC West champions now, though, right? All they're be, playing yeah. for is the one seed. Right. I look. I think the I think the Chiefs are going to play for the one seed. I think that they're going to come out. I think the Seahawks are reeling. Like I think they're kind of dead. So yeah, Walker's having he's he's injured. They're nine uh, and a half point favorites though, but I don't think they cover. Uh, but yeah. I still think they win the game. They uh, should win the game. All I think all they need to do is win a couple to um, uh, to challenge. They need to they need the Bills to lose one and then they, them to win the rest of them. And the Bengals are hoping that happens as well. I mean, they've got right. They go to New England this weekend. Don't have a hangover in this game because the Patriots, I bet, have woken up. I'm sure Belichick had a few choice things to say. Uh, Belichick probably – I think Belichick actually is debating on retirement. Uh, I, I don't think that I could handle um, being a well, – I, I, I just – I don't think – I, I just don't think that I could handle being a uh, – a Patriots fan right now after that week. I mean, I I think it's even worse than us right now. In a lot of ways, it is that loss. That loss would send me down a just a black hole of hell. Like I I, I couldn't handle that. Like that's I, I've always tried to imagine like losing on the last second, which I've seen some. I've seen my yeah. college team do that quite a bit. Losing like that has to be the worst thing ever. Because I mean, you're still in a playoff race. Yeah. And you lose to the Raiders like that. I don't know. Bill nice. Belichick is Bill, Bill Belichick has got some. Uh, oh, Washington's at San Francisco. Um, Washington, really good defense. Good two really good defensive teams. If you want to go under on a on a game, it's probably it. Probably. Uh, man, I think the Niners are too much for the Commanders. I don't know. I don't know if the Commanders are going to be able to. Have, I know that they're fighting for their playoff lives. They are. They are. But. The Niners are too good. Niners, uh, you know, Kittle on the offensive end, and they run the ball so well, and you just you just see it happening. Of course, if if Hurts wasn't hurt, then we'd have the the marquee game with Philly at Dallas. Does it matter that he's not going to play? Uh, yes, certainly it does uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys. Um, Do you, so you don't think that Gardner Minshew can beat the Cowboys? No, I think he can, but. This is this game doesn't matter to the Eagles. True, but I think I think they want to go in and win everything. Well, yeah, they can, but you like know. they're so far ahead that all, they can afford a loss. They can. They Cowboys can. Cowboys need to win this so they can try to jump into that four spot or no five spot because they can't win yeah, the division. Five spot. So that they would want to get the five spot so they can go to probably whoever that crappy Tampa NFC, Bay. Ta- whoever the whoever mm-hmm. the uh, NFC uh, South champion is. Uh, and that's that's what you want. Um, you can't afford to drop down to five or, or six or seven if you're if you're the Cowboys. So the Cowboys, this is good for the Cowboys. Uh, but can Gardner Minshew win win uh, Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Or it's, it's Saturday. It's Saturday night. It's right. Saturday game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's the big one. Uh, yes, because of their defense, because of everything he can throw to. Yeah. Obviously, he's getting all the reps this week. And they can run the ball fairly well. Uh, yeah, they can. Uh, I, hmm. I'm ready for that one. I'm actually I'm just excited for that one. I had I do have this one wrote down. Um, what do you think? Do you think do you think the Cowboys win or do you think the Eagles win this? That's, that one's a toss up now. 
Um, I, I was really looking at when the Cowboys and Eagles play and Hurts is, hel- Hurts is in the game, then I think they're fired up with each other, and it's a great NFC East battle. Uh, right now, uh, if you're the Cowboys, don't get too overconfident because it's still the Eagles, and they still have a ton of weapons. Yeah, Gardner Minshew's a uh, Gardner Minshew's not bad. He's a good backup. He's probably one of the better backups in the entire league. Uh, I think the Cowboys win the game. Uh, I thought the, I told you last week. I thought it is the Cow- a home game. I, I thought the Cowboys would win this game regardless. Um, that might be because I have their new fan. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Which means they're going to lose. I don't know. Someday, Cow- Cowboys should win. <laughs> Green Bay is at Miami. Uh, obviously going from uh, 15 degrees last night down to sunny and very nice South Beach. Miami's got to win a game. They got to win. This is a must win for Miami. They want to stay in the playoffs. I don't know if hunt. the Cowboys have a shot. Or uh, I'm sorry, the Packers have a shot of the playoffs. I really don't. No. Um, but the Miami has to. I mean, everybody has a winning record in the NFC that's going for the playoffs, basically. Your lowest Ex- team. Except the NFC South, right? Right, right. Well, but, the, that's but, that's here or there. I'm yeah. talking about wild card spots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah and right. there's there's just no way you catch the Giants. Okay, so, then this is what this is what you have to – I mean, the Dolphins have to win. This this game means more to the Dolphins. Maybe the Packers are just trying to be, uh, to be spoilers. Could be. But um, – Dolphins got to win this. Tua had a good game this past week. Anyways, uh, they I know they still lost. Jalen Waddle had a uh, had a good game this past weekend. Uh, they just got beat by the better team. Uh, uh, Dolphins have to win. I think they're going to win. They got to get in the playoffs. Packers go nine and eight. They might get in. Maybe they it's, might get in. But that means they got to win the last three. That's right. That's right. Uh, Tampa Bay at Arizona. Uh, also on Sunday, obviously, this looked like a good game early in the season with Brady and <laughs> and Murray, but not now. So, Colt McCoy, the pride of Texas, yep. against Tom Brady. Yes, indeed. And everything that you I don't, got going. I don't in. give two single shits about that game right there. Yeah, probably won't see it. I'll I won't. I, I will watch. Like, I will watch highlights of it on on Monday morning. Yeah. So just remember, it's all Saturday for mainly for the NFL this week. Uh, that's that's what's going on. So uh, you'll have your your best bets, obviously, uh, coming up in just a little while with mm-hmm. NFL. Um, we can touch on NCAA bowl games. There's really nothing happening next week. MTSU playing San Diego State in Hawaii. Congratulations to MTSU to be able to have a vacation in Hawaii. I guess they're being rewarded for beating Miami earlier in the season. Yeah, sure. I'm happy for them. Uh, you win your six games, you get in. Hey, that's yeah. all that matters, especially for those smaller schools. These are what these ball games are for. It's like a reward for having a decent season. Uh, Big bowls start the week after. Yeah. So, uh, so we're not gonna. We won't won't record again until the f- not this. We're not going to record next week. We're taking Christmas off, so when we come back, it'll be right in time for playoffs and New Year's Six Bowls. Yeah. So we'll I guess we'll get into that right then. But but uh, what I mean wh- what we well the, the next next week uh, if we're off that means that we will miss the the first playoff games because that's there on New Year's Eve. Oh shit! Yeah. So we might as well just look at, uh, uh, okay. obviously, Michigan and, uh, and TCU. All right. 
all right, all right. Hold on, let me pull up something really quick. Let me let me go into some notes. Uh, I've already got my picks, so I, I don't even know why, what I'm doing. Um, Michigan's going to beat TCU, and Georgia's going to beat Ohio State, and Georgia's going to beat uh, Michigan. That's what's going to happen. And but it'd Georgia's, be fun with two undefeated teams. Yeah, it, it you would know? be great. It would be fantastic. But and and can TCU beat Michigan? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yes. We're going into a world without Blake Corum at all. There is no thought of him coming back. Uh, Max Duncan is the uh, Davy O'Brien winner um, I, and a Heisman you know, candidate. That, that was okay. I just didn't. I didn't think he deserved that. To be honest, there, with there's you. he's good. He's good, but you know, come on. I mean, he's undefeated. Uh, he was. And Stetson Bennett got a nod at Heisman. Uh, so, and, and I don't care what anybody says, he didn't deserve to be there. Uh, but he's going to win the national title. I just don't see anybody coming close to Georgia. Georgia's, uh, Georgia's almost two touchdowns better than some, and then I think all three of these teams. Maybe Ohio State is a really good team, and I don't know. That, I think that might be the best game of the whole t- thing. I think it will be. Um, Michigan is very. You could good. have a. You could have a shootout. Yeah, we Possible. could. Michigan's very good. Let, I, and I, but I don't. I think it'll be just like last year. We're going to see exactly what Michigan. Michigan is good, but it's what we're going to see is we're going to see Georgia dominate them. Yeah, Georgia's going to win these games. They're going. It might be a shootout against um, against Ohio State with Georgia, but Georgia's going to win. I think going away by two touchdowns. And you also have all this time these guys have been able to prepare. Uh, it's way too long, actually. You know, you, if you, you have get three fifteen weeks, practices, I think is yeah. what it is. That's just way too long. But it's like a spring practice is what yeah. the way I look at it. And and it also gave all those early enrollees uh, right. extra practice time, which is what me being a Tennessee fan, I'm happy that we had 16 guys get in and practice, including the quarterback of our future. So uh, I was ha- I- I'm okay with it. Uh, and, hell, we're, 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 you know, some of these guys need as much practice as possible because, I mean, it, there might be some guys – there might be some opt-outs in some of these, like New Year's Six Bowls that – yeah. You know so that I don't think there's going to be any opt outs for the playoffs because you're playing for something. There is right, actually right. something to look forward to. But there's going to be several, and there already have been but there, several. There's there's got to be rust to be taken. Uh, you know, you got to get the rust off in some of these practices. And I think like and you don't want to take a chance on your your career ending in a in a bowl game when you have a possibility of an NFL absolutely, career. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I it's gotten to that point. It I'm I am I am very excited about next weekend. Or uh, I guess it starts on. New Year's Eve. 30th. Doesn't New Year's Six Balls start on the 30th? Yeah, they do. So, or no, actually, I think they start on the 29th. I think that there is – Okay. Let me make sure. I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and give the schedule. I think I did it two weeks ago, but, man, I've had – I've been sick and (laughs) I've had like 17 (laughs) basketball games to do since then, right? Yep. All right, let's see. Traveling Uh, all across the country. Let's see. All right. All righty then. Starting on the twenty, the twenty ninth, the twenty ninth, we're gonna have. I don't know. It is, we're all right. So it's on the thirtieth is when we start. Okay. The New Year's Six Bowl starts at uh, Tennessee and Clemson are gonna be your first ones. It's gonna be at seven o'clock on twelve uh, on December thirtieth. Sixth ranked Cl- Tennessee, seventh ranked Clemson in the yeah. Orange Bowl. A lot of orange. Um, then on Saturday, December 31st at 11 a.m. in the Sugar Bowl, Alabama and Kansas State. 
I like that one. And then we got the playoff game starting at three. TCU and Michigan is going to start us off. Ohio State and Georgia is going to uh, be the night cap. Great day of football unless uh, you – if you don't turn into Iowa and Kentucky. <laughs> Um, that's at 11 o'clock at the same time Alabama and Kansas State. And I feel like the only people that will watch that Iowa and Kentucky game will be uh, Iowa and Kentucky fans. And that's Some of them won't. I I think this over and under is going to be like 29 in this game. (laughs) It can be. Uh, With, you know, even Will Levis for Kentucky is getting out of there. He don't even want to play in it. And that means their offense is going to be dog crap, even even more dog crap than they already are. Then the next day on January oh no, uh, then on January second they're they're skipping Sunday for the NFL. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have Tulane and USC, which I I'm anxious to see how Tulane does against a Power Five school other than Kansas State. Yeah, uh, and then which is crazy because Tulane beat a damn Tulane beat a New Year's Six team. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive by them. Uh, then and then later on in the day we're gonna have the uh, Rose Bowl. Who needs to get its shit together? Uh, Penn State and Utah. Uh, which that ought to be fun. Uh, Utah's on fire, you yeah. know. They're and Good Penn State. Penn team. State is just just sneaks into this New Year's Six Bowl, losing to Ohio, uh, Ohio State and Michigan, and now they're in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, they 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 are the benefit of two Big Ten teams getting Making into the playoffs. The playoffs. Yep. Yeah, that's so that's exactly that's it. our New Year's Six. Is uh, I don't know about the I don't know about the uh, opt outs for any other any other teams besides mine. I know that Tennessee has Jalen Hyatt out. He's not playing, and Cedric Tillman are going to be – both of them are out. Yeah. Uh, can't blame him. I can't either. Uh, I, I wish Jalen Hyatt would play. He's got 32 yards to break the school record in receiving yards. Uh, so, I wish he would have played for like a quarter. Maybe got a bomb from Joe Milton. He's, he would have plenty of opportunities. Joe's going to throw the ball to – he's going to throw the ball to damn Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> So um, he definitely will. He's got the arm for it. I'm excited for the New Year's Six balls, but I but honestly, I'm I'm ready to see how Michigan does against in the playoff against TCU. Uh, I'm wanting to see if Georgia actually has a hangover in this in the playoffs. Yeah, and I don't think they will. I think that they're cl- like far and away the best team in football. They probably are. And then of course the January the ninth Monday, Monday January night 9th. is yep. the championship. Of college football. In L.A. We will talk some MLB, some college basketball. It's all coming up. This is the Weeks in the Pope podcast. (laughs) Big games from this past weekend in college basketball. My team has now won two in a row as we are recording. Louisville has has gotten off the schneid. They're two and nine. <laughs> Are they going to go to the playoffs? No, but hey, the Western Western Kentucky win was big. It was big. I mean, Western was eight and one. Yeah, that's a big win. And they they played really well. They played, then they played like dog shit against yeah. Florida A and M and and won though. They did win. They did win. But so, but I was watching the Western game, and you know, it was just sad to me to see. A half full Yum Center, because that place can rock. It is one of the best places for college f- basketball when when Louisville is on and and like a big game. But you know they were half full. It's it's, it's hard for me to watch a a Louisville program celebrate a win, their second win against a Florida A and M. it was bad. That's bad. Uh, they have uh, Lipscomb this week. I believe that's tonight, Tuesday night. 
and this and they've got Kentucky looming. So that's, that's tough. That's that's one. You maybe ev- the whole win, team. Maybe the whole team gets COVID. What if what if they win? Is Kenny Payne save his job? But look, no, no, mm. no. If no, no, none of this, none of this. They won't do it, so it won't matter. If they were to win, does Kenny Payne save his job? Because that's a beating Kentucky is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's not the main thing for the program, though. Uh, I At think least it, for one year. What about one year? Is that for the whole? No, I don't know. I really don't. You know, they can they can go before it and say, well, look, he at least beat Kentucky. But then you could also say, yeah, but he lost to Bellarmine and they lost to Blah. Now, now, granted, yes, they're playing better. But they went like still. five straight games losing like fifteen plus. Yes. So I mean, if he's able to reel off several and yeah, maybe. maybe get up to five hundred, well, yeah, you're possible. Tough. That'd be tough. That means you got to win some of these some of these ACC games, and they can. Oh yeah, yeah there's I mean, some garbage ass teams in the ACC. Yeah, there's not great teams in the ACC. You know, they they did lose to Florida State, who had only won one game at that time. <laughs> but uh, Tennessee, Arizona, the other night, really good game. Yeah, if you wanted to stay up till Sunday, um, yep. it was a good game. Uh, two really good basketball teams. Honestly, is what I got out of it. Yeah, uh, Tennessee went on a four minute run of not scoring, and that ended up being my the that ended up being the reason why they lost. I think uh, you're right. They still only held a team that averages 89 or 90 points a game to 70, 75. Yeah. Uh, and they were on the road. They played a true road game in Arizona. Uh, you don't see it a ton with non-conference games. You really don't. Right. Uh, a lot of them are n- neutral site games. Tennessee's not afraid to play anybody. Saturday uh, night in Tempe, the place was packed. Yeah, it was. You know, it, it was, was a awesome. great atmosphere. It was awesome. And and look, I, a lot of Tennessee fans were upset about that final minute. Yeah, it should have been two fouls called, but they didn't. It just didn't happen. You're playing on the road. Last year, we got the benefit of a bunch of calls against us, against Arizona at home, and we won by four. Look, we beat them by four in Knoxville. They beat us by five in Arizona. It's just what it is. It's if a wash. We, if we get to play them, if we get to play them again, do I think and on a neutral side, do I think Tennessee can beat them? Absolutely. But can get they get Triple beat us J back? Yeah, if he gets healthy, then he's he's a difference I maker. I don't even know now. I don't even know if he's if if he'd make. I mean, yes, he makes a difference, but I don't think he's like him. Not playing Saturday wasn't the reason why we lost. Tennessee, Tennessee has won games against Kansas. Yeah. And they beat the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. And Kansas, what are they doing to teams right now? They're killing them. Yes. They beat Missouri by 30. They dominated Indiana this week. So, JJ, Triple J, who I want him to play, I love that dude. I don't think it makes much of a difference anymore. I think what's killing them is Santiago Vescovi, who's got a hurt shoulder right now, is shooting 27% in the past two to three, three or four games. Yeah. He's and he's not played in a couple. Uh, that's what's that's what's losing them games. They're he's he's not shooting. He shot forty percent last year from behind, uh, behind the three point line. That's where they need to be at. He needs to be at that. He's hurt, yeah. but he's trying to play through it. Uh, he's got to get better. Uh, Euros Plastic needs to be needs to never play again. And Rick Barnes <laughs> basically said it. He was he was sick of his shit. Yeah. He said he's not good. Basically, he said he's not good enough to be getting technicals. After dunks, and that's what he did in the very start of the game. I was that was when I was I was driving home from Haywood, and I had the damn game on my dash, like on on my phone, and I was just driving down I forty, and I saw him get a dunk, and I was like, hell yeah, Eurosh! And then five seconds later, technical. 
dude, you're not good enough to do that. Yeah. So don't don't run your mouth. No shit talk from you. Yeah, you're run not, down the floor. Get yes. Yeah. And and that cost them that cost them four points as they were winning by five. Look at that toward the end. Yes. You know, take that away. Uh, and and you know, of course, the four minute drought, which yeah. they still didn't. They still held Arizona to like three points in that in that yeah. span, but. You can't do that against good teams. You can do that tomorrow against Austin uh, P. Austin P. That's, right. that's exactly right. But, it, hey, look, I'll tell you this. I enjoyed it. I watched every minute of it. I got home. Um, I watched uh, – I got home with, like, 12 minutes to go in the first half. So, I watched the rest of it. It was awesome. Uh, it was one of those games where you're just like, man, this uh, this is the type of game you want to watch. And it's it's a great moment for college basketball. Yeah, and we had and another. It's not one. the normal moment for college exactly. basketball. Exactly, and then we had another one early in the day with Houston dominating for or not dominating. Let's not say dominating. They beat Virginia in Charlottesville. In Charlottesville, yes. yes. That's just another that look for. I thought there, there is parity big time in, yes. in college basketball top ten. That that's who may win. Yeah. All right. So check. The, all right. So during that Tennessee game, Jimmy Dykes pointed out at this point in time, the team. Uh, I think the past five or six state national champions were ranked number one through twelve in the. Uh, at that point in time, they were ranked one through twelve in the um, in the AP or in the poll. Um, yeah. So let's go and look at right now. You got Purdue, the top. UConn. What do, what do I have? I have the top 25, but I, let's talk about the top 10. Purdue and UConn. UConn's playing exceptional basketball yep. right now. Love their re, uh, resurgence. Houston. Mm-hmm. Kansas. Mm-hmm. Arizona. Yep. Virginia drops down. Texas. Tennessee. Alabama. And Arkansas. And then, and then if we're going to do that 12 – Gonzaga, yeah. Baylor at eleven and twelve, and you can't and you can't leave out UCLA, and they're at thirteen, and then Duke's at fourteen. Right. Also, big shout out to Mississippi State for moving up in the top fifteen. They're still yeah. undefeated. They're about to figure out if they're good or not because they're about SEC plays coming. But hey, good on good on them for being yeah. top fifteen and undefeated still. UCLA huge two wins would be Maryland and Kentucky at Rupp, huge. At Rupp. Huge. That's that's always big. Kentucky uh, lost twice. No, 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 no. UCLA had two huge wins. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. UCLA beat Maryland. And it, man, yeah, they beat Kentucky. And they beat the crap out of Maryland. Yeah. It was 20 UCLA point can play some ball. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good. They're good. There's we're no not too far out from them making that Final Four run as a 11 seed two years ago. Yep. Yeah. McCronin's got his little deal going. He can recruit. He can recruit, and they're running. This, yeah. You know, Mick Ball at Cincinnati became, you know, Bruiser Ball. Mm-hmm. And I think he got a little too far into it. He got into L.A. He's enjoying the lifestyle. He's laid back. They t- t- it kind of <laughs> took a little bit. Kind of took a little bit of a break is what it was. Yeah. But then he got he got players like uh, uh, the Yaquez guy. And then um, who's the dude that was so damn good in that tournament? I can't think of him. Uh I thought he was going to go immediately to the NBA right after that, and he didn't. He stayed. He stayed last year, and I think he's still there. But either way, they he recruited really well, and he's still got four and five star players coming in at, mm-hmm. at a record pace for them. So UCLA's yeah. being getting back to what we know of as a powerhouse. Yes. So yes. also, you saw Gonzaga beat Alabama. Yeah, Gonzaga's right there in on, Birmingham. On the, they're, they're a team that you go figure out. Of course, Tame still plays real well. 190 points between the two yeah. in regulation. They can light it up. Both of those teams can light it up. That is insane to me. Mm-hmm. 190 in regulation. Jesus. 
if but hey, their their worst nightmare is a team that can play defense. Yep. That's true. Ooh. That is true. But Purdue being number one, um, it's always interesting when that happens. They do have some great players. They're they ha- I think I still think they have the player of the year and the uh, Tyler Eddy guy or it's yeah, it's yeah, Eddy. Eddy. Yeah. Uh he's he's six damn foot good. six guy who can just do unbelievable things. They're the number one until somebody beats them. Yep. Uh, and I thought they were number one after that tournament where they just dominated Duke and Gonzaga in back-to-back games, I think is what it, it was. was. Um, I just thought they were the number one team. Uh, they're going to be there for a while. Uh, now, they're going to have some slip-ups in the Big Ten. That's just what happens in Big oh, Ten yeah. and conference play. Uh, but right now, I think they're the best team in the country. And, yes, UConn is definitely deserves number two because I don't see any other team besides uh, Purdue that is as good as them. And, and when UConn or a team in the Big East is playing well, that brings, I think, college basketball better because the Big East is such an integral part in college basketball. They're usually – the them in the ACC are the 6 o'clock games mm-hmm. on weeknights. Yeah. Then you have a little bit of a – uh, you know, a, a Midwest or a West Coast game after that. Or that's that. at least what it was, when, especially when I was growing up. Oh, like, I mean, you know, it's awesome. And, you know, when you had – and Villanova's not what they were last year, but they're still one of those teams. Uh, Creighton has gone down a little bit, but they're still a they're good, good team. They're good. Uh, Marquette's that, good. Marquette's uh, a, Seton a Hall's good. They're, yes. they're a good conference. And, Very and, good you know, conference. Providence last year was really good. They made a run in the tournament. Yep. Or they made a run in – I don't know. I think they lost maybe in the second round. But still, they made they made a run in their in their conference tournament. I think they won it, uh, but either way, there's they have all they have a bunch of good teams in there, and UConn is 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 a wagon. Yeah, boy. Uh, they are yeah, boy. they are so good. They uh, are fun to watch. And, but I mean, the Pac-12 ain't nothing to joke about either. I mean, no. USC upset Auburn uh, this past weekend. USC plays well. Um, UCLA is obviously good. Yes, but uh, you you've got a few teams out there that play play really well, and uh, they'll. Once they get into conference play, it's all about matchups. Washington's and, and those, not bad. They're, that's getting very close. I mean, we're basically about a week away from a lot of teams starting up in conference play. Um, Did you have many games of the week that you no, liked? I had two. No, I don't see much. I had two. And, and and one of them was Virginia and Miami, and I think that's tonight. Yeah. Uh, both of them are in top 25. I think Miami's in the top – I think 24. It's ACC kind of contest. Yeah. Uh, and then I had Auburn at Washington. Uh, yeah. Washington, I think I think it's really cool when a when an SEC team travels out west. Uh, it's tough to win out there, uh, even if you're good. And, and Bruce Pearl, he'll play about anybody. Yeah, he, I'll give him credit. Yeah, he's he did he's done it always. Yeah, even when he was with Tennessee, he went and played people. And when Auburn wasn't any good when he first took over, he still went and played people. Yep. Uh, so I think it's really cool that they're going out to Washington. It's going to be a tough environment to go out there and win. I still think they probably win, but that's the only two games that I saw that I cared about because I think you know with Christmas they're gonna. They I don't even think anybody plays Saturday and Sunday. No, I think they're off, which is fine. Which is great actually. Yeah, because uh, Christmas Day you have some NFL and you have NBA yeah, all day. Yeah. Uh, segue into NBA. Just really touch on uh, some of the things that are going on. Uh, the best teams in the East: Bucks, Celtics, and Cavs. Uh, Cavaliers and Donovan Mitchell gave it to his former team Utah the other night. That was a huge, huge win. Yeah, he didn't even have to play much in the fourth quarter. He had twenty three points, but he still dominated. Uh, um, but those are the classes in the East right now. Yeah. Just just Bucks, Celtics, uh, Cleveland, and then you have the Nets right there at four, 
and they've started playing better, a lot better. It's true. I, I guess Kyrie has settled down and, and becoming less stupid, and his teammates are like, okay. I don't know okay. if he's becoming less stupid. I just think he's uh, playing <laughs> basketball. You know? Shutting his mouth and playing. But, hey, he's getting it. Every place he goes, he's getting it. Oh, yeah. And, but, and hey, he knows that. He knows he's going He knows to. he's going. He was but, going to get it anyway. But he was an elite point guard before all that. He didn't have to – He didn't have to like. I'm not. I'm also not one of these people that is like, "Oh, shut up and dribble." Blah blah blah. No, I'm okay with you. Saying, but like, some of the stuff he says is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, just you know, just anti-speech of or hate speech against. Uh, he was anti-Semitic, but he he shared yeah, on his Twitter. Yeah. He didn't really come out and say right, it. Right. Right. But it was the it was that situation. Maybe he's been educated a little bit. Who knows? But it but, doesn't matter. You know, he's playing what, well. What's going on in Takari's head is probably what. If it, it surprises me that he gets out there and plays basketball because oh, all the crazy shit goes on his head. But but they're playing well right now. So the Nets are going to be tough to beat, uh, especially going forward. Yeah. Uh, the Grizz are at the top of the West. Yep. Uh, it's a little more uh, jumbled. I don't think the West. the West is as good as the East. It's not. Uh, but but it's some pretty good basketball. Uh, you have the Nuggets, Suns, and Pelicans, Pelicans following them. Um, then somewhere in there is the Mavericks. Mavericks at home are a special team. Uh, Very much so. That, that's one of the teams I think if you start watching and pay attention to them and you're a betting person, that's may, that might be one of the teams you should start betting on. Anytime Dallas is at home, maybe just take them money line or whatever points they're giving up because Luka is absolutely on fire at home. There's all, Yeah, he is. And it's – I'm not – like I said, I'm still in the – I'm still in the – I'm in this mindset of there's college football still on, so it's hard for me to still transition to NBA. But I'm still trying to pay attention a little bit, uh, trying to watch a little bit of the Hawks. They're not playing really well right now. Um, but another thing I saw last night, Dane. Yeah, Dane became the all-time be- Portland lead scorer. Past Clyde the Glide, which is – that's impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome. Love that. Uh, Dame is – Dame would be – would have more records if he wouldn't have been hurt for two years. Yep. Uh, he yep. is he is unbelievable talent, uh, and I know that Portland is glad that he is back. Got to watch he him play in well. Phoenix one year. It was it was a treat. He is uh, he's everything. But there's the, the one thing we have not talked about the NBA, and it's the one thing that jumped out to me. The main thing to me was uh, Jokic getting a forty twenty seven and ten stat line versus the Hornets the other night. He's fantastic. There is not another player that's ever done that ever. He is unreal. Uh, that is 27 rebounds. Yeah. On top of 10 assists. Like, yes, the 40 points you can get, that's that's something normal for me. You know, when a player scores 40, because I've seen damn shy guilt, or I've seen shy from the uh, OKC scoring 40 points this season. Yes. You know, so, like, that doesn't surprise me. But when he gets 27 rebounds and 10 assists, that is unbelievable to me. Just Jokic is, is the best player. Or he He's the MVP for a reason. Well, yeah, two years running. The, I mean, the Joker can play. Uh, yeah. He's he's just amazing. And you, you look at him like, okay, what is he? what's this wrestler doing out there? I, what you I know, love is when they show that younger picture of him. Yeah. Where he looked like me out there. But he is now, wow, this, this, the thing he's talent. able to do. Yeah. You know, it, he his footwork is incredible. Uh, he's just become one of the best, if not the best player in the NBA. And he doesn't get a lot of the recognition for it because everyone else is all, you know, because he's not American, you right. know. And, and obviously there's a language barrier a little bit, but 
He should be getting a lot of hey, endorsements. Look, Dude the, is incredible. He may not have a lot of endorsements, but he's the MVP. Oof, he is and, so good. And, you know, like him and Giannis and uh, I'm trying to think of other bigs that dish the way they do because, like, they've become a different kind of big guy. And I, and I know they don't play the same position because Giannis can play the three and he can play the four. Yeah. But Jokic is strictly a five. And I guess you could probably move him to a four if you wanted to. Because he can shoot the three. Because he can shoot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, – those guys have kind of switched, like t- changing the way big guys play again. They you know, really Shaq are. did it. Shaq mm-hmm. did it, and then you had uh, Dwight Howard who changed it again. Just became a, just a dominant presence, and now we've got Giannis and we've got Jokic, and and Bam, Bam in Miami. He's yep. and he's a smaller big, but he's a big, and he the way he plays is just a little bit different. It's just the way they these guys are playing that Jokic. Ex- and you know, B- yes, Embiid and Jokic are the class so. of the centers, and they're just the way they play the game is is unreal. Really, like you, every night you can get a triple double from them, and that's that's impressive. I yeah. love that. I love that from a big that you can get ten assists in a night uh, because that means you're helping your team out, and you're probably winning basketball games. And that's what guess what? That's what those teams are doing. Well, let's turn it on into MLB before we get to your best bets. Dan McLaughlin out as Cardinal broadcaster. Uh, he recently was arrested for the third time with a DWI. That's a felony. And after 24 years, I didn't realize he'd been on for 24 years. Now, he shared. He was the voice of my, my childhood. Yeah, he's, he shared the, uh, the I guess, the voice of or the, the TV stuff with Joe Buck mm-hmm. there for a while. But uh, no word on who his replacement might be. I, I, I assume they might just bring uh, Rooney down. I don't think so. I think John Rooney think is his radio. He, I think, think he he's sticks. Uh, well, yeah. then I don't know who they do. I don't really know who they would go get, dude. Don't know. Uh, um, but look, and I know me and you have our kind of our differences, and and in, in both like you, you're a play by play guy, so you yeah. have your own. You have your own. All right, I'm an older school play by play guy. I, I do not like the screaming. Right. In certain sports, right. I don't mind. Like the the other day in the the World Cup, I realized that well, that's what soccer is. You got to soccer guys. They, especially in other countries, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Now the American guys tried to do it, and it sounded like shit. But it was an exciting point because you have to get excited about a missed goal. Mm-hmm. Okay, but in baseball, there is an element to it that it is a gentleman's game, it is a thinking man's game, and it is also one that. You should not, I don't think, just absolutely lose your fucking mind like a lot of them do. And McLaughlin did that a couple of times this year, and he shouldn't have. You should have played the moment. Kind of takes away from the moment. Right. But, uh, the moment isn't about you. you know, the Albert, the Albert yeah. thing. I, the I, moment is I about Albert. I get that completely. Yeah. That's the dude I've listened to my entire life. Yeah. I mean, 24 years. So when he started, I was nine years old. So when I started listening to uh, Cardinal Baseball – I got to hear Jack Buck uh, call on the radio because we didn't get to see the games like we can now. That's true. So we would listen on the radio. So I got to hear Jack Buck, which is the greatest, one of the greatest of all time to me. Yeah. Uh, but then I, you know, I got to hear, I got to hear, and when when he was paired up with Mike Shannon, when he wasn't drunk, that they were awesome together, and I loved that. So Mike I, Shannon, another one. He was great as uh, as an analyst. Yes, He's the former player. Yeah, not so much as the play by play. I just think that he just got know. hammered. Like, well, and, and look, my somewhat. man loved to drink. <laughs> 
I don't think he did. I don't think he did what Dan McLaughlin did, but like, no. but, but he had Mike a, probably took a car home. Mike Shannon was royalty in St. Louis. He could do oh, whatever yeah. he wanted to, and people could people would take him wherever he wanted to. So yeah. there was no getting in trouble. And he had a restaurant right around. Exactly, the and I hated that shut it down. That shut down whenever like when I started was able to be able to drink. <laughs> so that was garbage. But you know, D- Danny Mac was uh, yes, I did agree with you. Sometimes he did take away from some moments, but there were so many times that I listened to him and like I loved listening to him. Like he, he was he was the voice of the Cardinals to me, and mm-hmm. and I I hate this. I don't want it to see this from anybody. I don't care. Right. Even I don't my either. worst enemy. I don't, I don't want them to have a problem like this. Like that's 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 not just a. Oh, I got caught, you know, the kind of thing. This is an issue. Like that's a big deal. Like a third DWI is yeah. it's like, hey, I don't know I don't know how I'm to stop out, this. You know, I'm out somewhere. Let's uh you know, stop by and get some drinks. All right. You're Dan McLaughlin. You're on Valley Sports. Mm-hmm. You're, you're paid really well. You're on KMOX whenever they're you're, not on TV. Yeah. Um, you are a big deal in St. Louis. You could take an Uber freaking home. You you can do whatever you want to. Just you know, don't drive. Right. And and look, he's got a problem, and I hope he fixes it. But I don't think he's ever going to be the voice of the Cardinals again, and that sucks for me because I love listening to he'll him. He'll be back, though. I think he'll be back in some form or fashion with the Cardinals. May take a few years, but he'll be back. Well, and he has the time to do so. And I hope so because he's not an old guy. You no. know, he's not, it's, it's, not, he's, it's not like he's – He's. It, this is going to be the end of his career, and I hope it's not. But th- it does suck, and for me, it definitely sucks. And I, and I agreed with you on thing on some of the things he did, uh, where he did take away from some of the moments. But he did have so many great calls to me, and uh, I'll. So I hate that I'm going to have to watch Cardinal baseball with somebody else. Now, it might be great. Who knows? I don't know yeah. who they're going to replace him with. Never know. You know, you I, we know. don't know. Uh, I, I'm hoping I don't have to hear Tim McCarver much. Um, no, you won't have to hear t- Tim McCarver. Because McCarver got to where he tried to over-explain the game. No, and that, uh, that the annoyed simpleton. the shit out of me. Yeah, I think I think it did a lot of people. Uh, some people don't like Jim Edmonds. I don't mind Edmonds that much. But, I think Jim Edmonds. Uh, is, uh, I think Jim Edmonds is not. Uh, Edmonds likes to hear Edmonds talk. Yeah, but he's also like I think people are tired of Jim Edmonds because of what he does outside of the uh, booth, and then some of the shit he says. While he's in the booth, that's just like, bro, we don't, you don't have to mention stuff like that, you know. <laughs> like when he's talking about baseball, I'm cool with. Yeah, it. but like there are times, but I can see why people can get on like or like get annoyed by Edmonds because he has some questionable things that he's done. But other than that, like who, which, who, which announcers haven't? Yeah. There's so many that haven't. There's some great NBA announcers that have had some scandals. Oh yeah, and they're still calling games. Marv. 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 He I mean, bit damn. A woman. Yeah, bit a woman while he's dressed, you know, as a trans, you know, in, in women's lingerie. Yeah. Uh, still one of the greatest announcers ever. Ever. Worked his way back. Yes. Love Marv. So, I mean, yeah, like, it happens. So, yes. It happens. Maybe, maybe it's just one of those things. Like, announcers just drink themselves. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, just, that's all we got to do. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I think we'll see is somebody from the Fox world, I think, will come down. And start broadcasting uh, with the Cardinals because it's a big gig, you yes, know. It a is huge a huge gig. gig, but you know it's in the Midwest. It's it's as big as the Cubs. Uh, it is you know one of the biggest ones in in Major League Baseball. So I think we'll see somebody fairly well known take which, over, which will be great. Um, yeah. uh, 
I'm anxious to see when they name it. Yeah. We're, we're getting close. Used to, used to, it was, it was, um, you know, it was a regional broadcast mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Now, because of the internet and because of everything else, these are national broadcasts. Oh yeah. So it has to I be mean, a great production. The, think about also think about uh, even some of these local broadcasts like the. The blue, I think the Blue Jays announcer was the Sunday night announcer on ESPN. I'm, I'm almost oh, Dan, yeah, yeah. Um, Shulman, yeah, Dan Shulman, yeah. Uh, and he decided to get away from that. from ESPN because uh, he wanted to spend time with his family and his kids were growing up. So he did that for several years, mm-hmm. and he would have been ESPN's main baseball guy because he is damn good. Yeah, he's still, but he just now, if you just you're just now starting to hear him again coming back for basketball mm-hmm. and that kind of thing because he's decided, okay, well, it's time for me to get on back out yeah. there. So, you know. so we're going to see. It'll be a big name. I just don't know who it'll be. Yeah. Uh, but I hate that for Danny Mac. I do want him to get help. Like, I want him to figure I, – I, you got you got to figure your, your shit out. And calling, calling games is not the most important thing in your life uh, whenever you're continuously doing that. And I didn't yep. know that that was an issue. I really didn't. Then when I saw that report, I was like – Third time, yeah, felony now. I had no idea. So mm-hmm. yeah, get. I hope he gets help, and I hope he can get back so, like sometime. But I need, he needs to fix himself. Signings, uh, Swansby to the Cubs, seven year deal. Can the Cubs not figure out? You don't sign somebody for that long. But hey, they they did better in the shortstop market than anybody else well, did. That's true. Seven years, one hundred seventy-seven million dollars. Yes, that's a lot of money. But my God, they didn't spend. 13 years, 330. That's, you know, that's a little over, what, seven years, seven into 17. Uh, you're talking a little over 20 million a year. It's uh, Yes, Dansby is good, is he, but is, is he, he that, that good? good? I don't know. But I don't know. the Cubs needed a shortstop, and were they going to – they weren't going to spend – they weren't spending Xander Bogart's money, and they weren't spending no. Trey Turner money, so they got they got Dansby Swanson. Uh, Justin Turner to the Red Sox decided to not go back to the Dodgers. Two-year deal in that one. Um been attendee to the White Sox for a five-year deal. I thought that was a pretty good one. Yeah, they needed to, they needed some uh, outfield help, anyways. Ben Attendee's a good damn player. Yeah, uh, he's not a home run hitter. No, he's but just he's a damn he, good hitter. But he, he can do everything yeah, out there, can. and I, I, that's a good signing. They you know they they picked up uh, Mike Clevenger as in the pitching staff. Uh, they lost Jose Abreu, which sucks, man. Man. Uh, but Ooh. I mean, they still got talent. I mean, they're, they're, they've got they've got all kinds of talent there. So I mean. Those two could make a difference. I don't know who they're going to replace. I think actually they might have some. Did Josh Bell? No, I don't know. I'll I'll go back and look yeah. eventually. But they they still got one of the better rosters I in baseball. So. It's just they lose their power hitter, their major power hitter, mm-hmm. and he went to the Astros. JD Martinez going to be the DH in Los Angeles for the Dodgers. That's, That's the big, big one for me. That one was the big one for me because the Dodgers went out and they didn't make a splash really to me. And then signing JD Martinez, and I didn't realize it took him that long, and I didn't realize he was a free agent. Yeah. And but they he, lost to they lost the left side of their infield. Th- yeah. And then they're going to fill that with with minor leaguers, obviously, yeah. because they can. But to bring Martinez in as a switch hitting uh, DH, that's huge. Just having him be able to play every day yep. and not have to play in the field or not play the field, him him being able to be the DH is a big deal, and he can hit. 
dangers. I thought that was a, an extremely good This signing. is why I don't understand the Red Sox. The Red Sox are making a lot of signings, and they've signed a lot of people, but it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-mm. They've gotten rid of their two biggest – in the past five years, they've gotten rid of their two biggest superstars. And now they're, they're scrambling to try to re-sign Rafael Devers. And if they don't do that, they're fucked. Yeah. Devers, Devers just holds that team together. Yes. Offensively, he holds that team. And defensively, he's a damn they, good third base. They do have Trevor Story, and he's going to probably move to shortstop now. Yeah, you can do that. Um, but I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that the Red Sox are doing that just don't make sense. Yeah. Uh, Justin Turner, Turner is a good signing, but – I, I just it. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand. Turner the, may be playing second. Yeah, I don't second or DH. Yeah, I don't understand the Kenley Jansen stuff. Yeah, that Kenley Jansen to me is it's yeah sure he gets uh, thirty saves a year or whatever, but he's but he'll to, blow he'll his, blow ten to fifteen. Yeah, yeah. he I, has I've a never lot of blown saves. He was one of the best ones out there. When but he they played for the like Braves, it. when he played for the Braves, and he was coming in for a save, Braves fans were scared. Yeah. Oh, we we can relate, and we can relate. We can relate. You know, we've as been Cardinal there. Fans, hell we've yeah. been there a lot. Should yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to sympathize with any Braves fan because I don't care about them. <laughs> I care about some of them. Very good friends with some of them, and I hope they're happy. But man, and I hope that they've enjoyed their time. I hope they go back to the crap. But but uh, <laughs> that that GM that GM has done a really good job of of signing these superstars to contracts that are not. Like, they're not – they're team-friendly. They're, they're not breaking the bank. Yeah. I yeah. mean, signed got, – got got Jose, or got uh, Acuna Jr., Ronald Acuna Jr., for some just easy-ass contract. Just mm-hmm. something that if I'm Acuna Jr., I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. How like, did I do this? I can make so much more money. What the hell happened here? And now I'm here for seven more years and, <laughs> and making just less money. Like, I don't know. And he's one of the best players in baseball. He is. So, he is. I, but he's but they've done a fantastic job of keeping some of those guys around, and they've got a really good young pitching staff. That Strider kid is going to be a superstar, and I think they signed him to a, one of those weird deal or one of those crazy deals. But he was a rookie. They said, okay, he did great. We're going to take the chance on him. You know, kind of like we did with yeah, the young, and you know? the like we did, and with, it didn't pay off for us with several players, and it didn't pay off. That's that's where the mo problem came in and wish the Braves luck on that because they can bite you in the ass so it quick. absolutely can. Wait and see because you have these people under you control. A, for six four, years. or four, four to six years. Yes. So let them – play them out. So Go I, to arbitration, you know. But So damn. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever. Hey, look, if you're going to do it, do it. Because some if you feel like you have a superstar, I guess you got to do it. We got for best bets this week. Mm, let's see. So last week – uh, you, t- you told the guys you were one, one, and one. I, yes, with the three with, picks. With the three picks. With from our them. three picks. Yeah. And I said in the thing that I had, I added another NFL pick, and I wasn't going to tell which one was my pick. And then I added the uh, World Cup bet. Yeah. My pick was the Bucks, or the Bucks losing by more, more than three points to the Bengals. Yes. Or three and a half points to the Bengals. Which it came true. Which it came true. Yeah. Uh, but we all we had all decided on the Titans uh, or uh, the Chargers minus three. That was a push. Um, then we decided the Cowboys minus four against the Jags, which was my loss. And then we all picked uh, the Lions money line, and that was our winner. Right. Uh, but I added, I added the 
the Bengals, which was a winner, so it made me 2-1-1. One, and, one. and then I said to bet the over in total goals of the World Cup, which was two and a half. Felt like that offensive firepower was incredible. <laughs> uh, Colin Mbappe uh, broke that himself. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. One of the better World Cups I've ever seen. Uh, if you uh, I, and I try to tell some, I had friends who don't, don't watch soccer at all, and I watch soccer. I, I will wake up on Saturdays and Sundays and watch Premier League because I really do enjoy it because I think they're the best players in the world. I think it's the it's it's their NFL, you know, yeah. and, and that's what I watch, uh, and I'm a fan of that. Uh, so, I thought – I sat there and I saw Colin Mbappe, who plays for Paris Saint-Germain, and Leo Messi, who's arguably one of the greatest players of all time, also plays for PSG. And I was like, these two guys are going to put on a show. And, that's, and they did. And they did. They and did. it was it was absolutely clear to me. Uh, Mbappe got a, a hat trick. Messi scored a goal. Just – Fantastic game, and I said this. I had people texting me, and they were like, "Are you watching this?" Of course, I'm watching. It's the damn World Cup final. Uh, but I was like, "This is a game that if you don't like soccer, you should watch." Yeah, and yeah. it's it's and the place was going nuts. It was absolutely insane. The it was, place was it was so nuts. much was, fun. Argentina finally got their first World Cup win. Uh, Leo Messi got his first World Cup win. Seventeen years of playing uh, international uh, soccer, and he gets his first. He gets his first World Cup. You're on top of the world. You won the biggest tournament in the world. Yeah, and that's a huge deal. France was the defending champions. Colin Mbappe is was the Balloon d'Or winner uh, this past year, I think, or maybe two years ago. Which means you're the best player in the world. Yep. Um, just awesome. It was so much fun, and Argentina wins in penalty kicks, but. It was three two three going into extra time, which meant my my bet hit. So I went three one and one last year or last week on a roll. So let's try to keep it up. Uh, my first one. I don't like I'm doing it. I'm trying to go back. I don't like that I'm doing this because I don't want them to do this. But I, it's hard for me to do it, or it's hard for me not to do it. The Jags are. Are are one point underdogs at the Jets on Thursday Night Football? They're playing too good not to be the uh, favorites right now. Uh, so I'm going the Jags plus one on Thursday Night Football. Hmm. I don't like it. Hmm. I want it to not I, look. If I can go, if I can lose one, this is the one I want to lose. I think you will. I think you're going to lose this I, one. I think the Jets will win this game. Man, I don't. I don't know. The the Jets defensively are really really good. They are, but the Jags are good. They are good. Well, they're not they're good, good, but they're. They're, they're getting better. They're getting a lot better. They're getting a lot better. And they're on fire right now. They've just beat the – who I thought was – nope, they my favorite team. Whatever. And they beat my um, other favorite team the week yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Jags plus one on Thursday Night Football. Uh, number two, um, the Vikings have just made the biggest uh, comeback in NFL history. And now they're rewarded by the Giants coming in. So – uh, they're three point favorites, and I think they cover that and win, and they'll be twelve and three after this week. Big uh, game for the Giants. Yeah, they got a huge win. game. Get, they got to win to improve playoff position. Yeah. Mm. But this is tough. I like Vikings offense. Um, yeah, who can argue? I like the Vikings offense over a lot of teams. Uh, so give me Vikings minus three. Okay. And my last one. <laughs> I'm going to keep riding the lines until they lose. I don't blame you. Lines are two-and-a-half-point favorites uh, at the Carolina Panthers. Um, I, look, the the lines are six-and-one in the last seven. 
See, they they are the ones that are going to keep Green Bay from getting in the playoffs. There's a possibility they can make the playoffs. Yeah. They're in the hunt. They are in the hunt. They are 500 right now. They are looking right. at uh, – I think you're right. They're either 500 or one game back. They are one of those teams that can – that can absolutely put it together, and they have. And this is this is this is one of the great stories in the NFL this year. I think uh, I, I I agree. I, lo- I really like watching the Lions, and when when Detroit is relevant, it means football is has a lot of parity going on. And there is a lot of teams. Like I said, I didn't think there was a lot of good teams, like great teams. Right. I think that there is about four. Um, but there is. Now I feel like that there's a lot of pretty decent teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's more awful teams and bad teams, but I do think that we've now finally started seeing some of these decent to good teams, and I think the Lions are one of them. The Lions are playing a little defense now. They weren't uh, yes. early in the season, right? And that's what hurt them. But I mean, Dan Campbell is a is a maniac. I love that dude. They I, play for him. They man. play for him. Uh, I think that they get the win. I think they win by more than two and a half. Give me the lines. And those are going to be my three. I couldn't find a fourth one. Well, there you go. Best bets. We've covered a lot of topics. And we will probably take next week off. It's the holidays. Yeah. So uh, We'll be back after the playoffs. Back after the playoffs. And get ready for uh, the college football championship. And the NFL playoffs. Yeah. And hopefully by then, uh, most of these free agents in, in Major League Baseball will be – picked up and we can actually start talking about a regular season and spring training now I think maybe so. i don't know like honestly i mean there's some that are going to be lingering out there because yeah, but there's a that, lot of like teen guys yeah. that are left uh but there's some big names still left oh yeah so. and that might happen in the next week you yeah. know so we'll see we're gonna get we're gonna get two weeks we're gonna get uh we're gonna get this christmas break and then you will you'll see us two weeks from now um other than that uh i ain't got nothing else to you Ain't got nothing. Hope Santa comes to see everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.